The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. I'm saying your days of lack are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of being without answers are over. Your days of being looking back in your past are over. God's going to have you now with a bright future. You're not going to only have commitment now to the Word of God, but creation is going to come out of the Word of God. Not only creation comes out, success is going to come out, and you are going to be impactful in that neighborhood. God can do things we never thought He could do if we're willing to decree a thing and it shall be established. You won't decree things. You won't say things over them children. This is the glory of God. This is the Eden way you're going to act. You're going to start taking your kingdom authority and rearranging this earth. See, your soul has to agree with your spirit for the faith to come through to break the power of the devil. Your soul has got to come to. He said in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. And he goes on from there. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Look what he said. For as a man thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou has thought evil, what are you going to do? You'll lay your hands on your mouth. You got to lay your hands on your mouth. So that enemy is after your mouth, but he comes after your mouth through your mind. Because most people just say what they think. Well, God says in Isaiah 55, verse 8, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Therefore, your ways or what you say is not what I say. Isn't that good? Now, I'm, I'm telling you this because we got to go into his glory. See, into his glory. And that's a full development. We're coming all the way back to the garden. We're coming all the way back till we hear God and act on what he says. Isn't that powerful stuff? So when I told you last time, I said, okay, now you got to understand now God's not speaking to your mind. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to you. Why? Because he's limited to speak to you. And your spirit then, as your spirit, is going to help teach your mind. The Holy Ghost is going to teach your spirit. And your spirit is going to be talking to your mind, teaching, showing your mind or talking to your mind through the help of the Holy Ghost, talking to your mind and telling your mind what's up. Because I've got to take this mind and renew it because I got it in my spirit and faith comes out of my spirit. 
but my faith has got to get through the okay of my mind. Are you following what I'm saying here? And I showed you 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Watch what he says here. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not worry after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down of what? Strongholds. Strongholds where? In the mind. Who set them up there? The devil, Satan put strongholds in our mind. Why? Getting us to believe something that God didn't say. So we believe something that God never said. Look what he says in uh, Isaiah 54 and verse 14. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come nigh thee. Verse 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Let's go back now. Let's go back to verse 14. And he says, in righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression and thou shalt not fear and from terror for it shall not come nigh thee. Now, so based on that, what should be your mental state concerning the pandemic. You got, you got what I'm saying? Now, if there is fear, it's because the devil planted a fear tree in your mind that is producing and it has you fearing. So what I gotta do is I gotta uproot that tree and plant this one in here. He said, thou shall be far from oppression. The oppression is something coming in where? On the mind. He's not talking about your spirit. He's talking about your mind. Devil can't get to your spirit. He's talking about your mind. See? And the only way he can get to your spirit is through your thinking. And so, uh, to, to try to uh, make it produce faith of whatever have you. So this oppressive thought or this fear thought of what's going to happen to me didn't come from God. See, and that's why he's having so much havoc out here with the pandemic because people have no defense against the fear that opens the door. Does it, this makes sense to you here. You have no, 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 no defense against it. And, and so now what I've got to do is I've got to renew my mind. All right. And as I do that, I begin to 
decree or speak words or he told Joshua, meditate. And when I meditate, it, what I'm doing is not only building faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God in my spirit, but I'm renewing my mind. I'm putting a different tree in there. I'm putting a different belief system. I believe that this thing can't touch me. And let me show you how far Paul went up in that whole area. Look at Genesis, uh, Acts chapter 28, and let's go down to verse three. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them in a fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened to his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he hath escaped the sea, Lord, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt, come on, no harm. Howbeit they looked and when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. That is manifesting his glory. It's taking you back up to the level God made Adam. No evil shall befall you. Snake couldn't even poison him. Now that comes with a tree. Now you, you, let's look at um, Luke chapter 17 again and verse five and six. And then we're going back to Luke chapter one and verse 44. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. Why? Because he's telling them, keep forgiving people, keep forgiving people. Why? Because he's sending you where? Into the world. He's sending you into the world. Well, the devil doesn't like you in the world. What is he going to do? He's going to use people to speak to their mind and tell them to call you the N word. You got what I'm saying? Now, if you react to that and don't rest in Galatians chapter 5, 22, mean the supernatural uh, disposition of God, and you don't rest in long suffering, come on, in love, come on, in peace and joy. If you don't rest in that, then you're going to be a victim. That enemy going to have you where he wants you. See? Yeah, am I making this thing clear here? And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted into the sea, and it should what? Obey you. The Greek says it would obey you. Okay, now let's see what he's talking about with this tree. Psalm chapter one, verse one, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, or standeth in the way of sinners, or sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, does he meditate? How long? Yes. You're going to meditate. Now you're going to transform what you believe. And he shall be like a what? 
tree planted by the what? Rivers of water. Let's just stop right there. So you're going to plant another tree. A tree is your belief system. You can't see it, but invisibly, it's a tree in you. In a tree. I see men as trees walking. You're a producer. So a tree produces fruit. And you want to bring forth what? How much fruit? How much? Say it louder. You want to bring forth much fruit, much of what the word says you want to be in your life. Okay. Now, so back here in um, uh, Luke and Luke chapter 17, verse six, he is saying, wait a minute, you're going to say to this tree, you're going to say to this tree, what are you going to say? You're going to say what God says. God wrote what he says so that you can only say what he says. And when you say what he says, you sow. When you say, you sow. Again, when you say, you sow. So I can't sow, I can't ever forgive him. I can't sow that because if I say it, I'm going to what? I'm going to sow it. So I can't say it. Now, where did I, why did I start saying it? Because Satan, if you got a wrong thought, put your hand over your mouth. He's still affecting my thinking. He's telling me I cannot forgive them, but I'm going to have to listen to my father's voice. And the father said, I want you to be like me, Matthew chapter six, verse uh, chapter five and verse 44. I want you to be just like me. If I can forgive you for cussing and, and turning your back on me, then you can forgive them. If I can forgive you for all the stuff you did that I won't even tell nobody about, then you can forgive them because I'm making you to imitate me. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and call you to inward and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that you may be the children, come on, of the most high, of your father. You're going to act just like the father. When he comes, we shall be like him. That's the glory. Now I'm saying to you that this is going to be the way that we're going to take dominion and take back all this stuff that the devil has stolen, that we're going to have to invest in this particular way. Now let's go back to Luke chapter 17 and verse six. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say, so when you first lay it out there, it's, it's so small. What you just said is so insignificant, insignificant against the mountain that you're talking about that's been built in our lives until we don't think that it's doing much good, but it is. Your future is always contained in your seed. And so what you have to do is say, okay, my grain of mustard seed here, you might say into the sycamine tree, what's sycamine? A sycamine, we used to call them black mulberry trees where I came from. And that's a tree 
that is not, the berries look like blackberries, but they're not fit to eat. The birds just eat them all the time, so forth. And so you're going to say to a tree that's in your life, that's producing a lifestyle that's not fit to eat, that is not fit for you to live. You're going to uproot the whole tree. You're going to make it so there is no evidence that you were ever thinking like that. Come on. Jesus came, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, he came to undo, put it up there in the Amplified, please. He came to undo the works that the devil had done. The reason that the Son of God was manifested, visible, was to undo, destroy, loosen, and what? Dissolve the works the devil had done. Everything Satan did in your life, God's going to undo it. Why? So that you can walk in his glory. Yeah, Adam didn't have blood. He had, he had glory in his veins. He didn't get blood until he sinned. That's why he said life is in the blood. All right. So, so if you look at this, are y'all with me so far here? So I, I got to undo some stuff here. And, and I got to get this, this tree out of my life, which is causing me to function in a way that uh, is not pleasing to God. And it's causing me to be scared of stuff and all of that. Psalm 91 verse five. Okay. Yes. It's causing behavior in my life that keeps me captive. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the, of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction of waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. Now you can put in your notes, diplomatic immunity. Only with mine eyes shall I behold to see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, my what? Habitation. There shall no, there shall no, there shall no evil befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. Now, what do you want to do with that? What do you want to do with that? See? There you go. You want to meditate that because I, if I'm scared of stuff, then there's a tree there that shouldn't be there. Now look at Luke chapter one, and this is verse 44. This is when um, the angel that told Mary, you know, you're going to have a child. Now I know what she did. She meditated Isaiah chapter six, which says a virgin shall conceive. See, and she met, I'm, I'm telling you what she did. And so he said, for lo, this is our cousin Elizabeth who's six months expecting. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, uh, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now, now watch this. 
If I give you the word and you believe it, virtue is released that will cause a performance of what was promised. Got it? All right, let's look at, let's look at this woman with the issue of blood. Going down to Mark, Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Stop right there. Put that in the amplified plea. For she kept saying, now what is she doing? What is she doing? What is she doing? She had a grow worse image. She was on her way to the graveyard. But what did she do? For she kept saying, now I'm, I'm planting a seed and meditating. Come on, I'm transforming what I believe. See, what she believed? She believed what she heard when she had heard of who? Jesus. And she kept saying, if I may touch his clothes, what's going to happen to me? I shall be what? Whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Now look at that verse. Because notice what happened. When she believed it, she caused virtue to flow that caused a performance of what was promised. Now, how did she believe it? She kept what? Saying it. Now, the enemy tried to get you not to not keep saying that because you know what you're saying, you're speaking what we call the word of faith. And, and what you're saying is what God said was done. He said, you'll be far from oppression. He said, you will not fear. He said that you're going to say what he said. And the devil will tell you, you lying. Now, how can you lie saying what he said? I don't care what your condition is, what you're going to say is what he said because his word is designed to deliver you. It's designed to heal you. It's designed to prosper you. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that blessed teaching. Now, this teaching is, is, is different. I mean, when we're talking about the glory of God, we're talking about the full potential that a person has. See, when you exercise the full potential that you have, then it glorifies God because it lets God be your source. It lets God come through you 
and be manifested to the world, manifesting God's glory. Now, one point I want you to remember out of this teaching, when you say you sow. Now, each one of us lives in this earth and you cannot live apart from sowing and reaping. Can't do it. You have to live with what you sow, you reap. This is just the law that God put in the earth. For him to even get us back, he had to sow his son to get us back. So it's a law that's always working. So when you say, you sow, because words are seeds. So when you say something, you actually sow it. So you got to watch what you say because you'll get that harvest. It's a powerful teaching. You need to get it today. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, we'll see you then. Keep walking by faith. I'm saying your days of lack are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of being without answers are over. Your days of being looking back in your past are over. God's going to have you now with a bright future. You're not going to only have commitment now to the Word of God, but creation is going to come out of the Word of God. Not only creation comes out, success is going to come out, and you are going to be impactful in that neighborhood. God can do things we never thought He could do if we're willing to decree a thing and it shall be established. You won't decree things. You won't say things over them children. This is the glory of God. This is the Eden way you're going to act. You're going to start taking your kingdom authority and rearranging this earth. Today's dynamic message, Manifesting His Glory, is filled with revelations that will transform your life and bring you into the best of God. But you've only heard a portion of the message. To get this full series in its entirety on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at BillWinston.org. Get your copy of this powerful truth today. Hello, this is Bill Winston. I'm inviting you to our annual business and leadership conference. This conference we've been having for years. It started out first when we had a man named Peter Daniels. He came and spoke to us about business and about leadership. It started then and it's still going now. We believe the unbelievable. We ought to be the greatest entrepreneurs in history. And I believe it's time for us to win again. I think it's time for us to take back the economics. Now, I want to invite you, whether you come virtual or you're here in person, you've got to be here. This is going to be on March the 25th and the 26th. Now, we're going to have speakers again that are going to be speaking on topics and giving you principles that can not only have you create businesses, but scale businesses quickly. Now, these businesses will bring in a sufficient amount of revenue that we can take part of that and lift the burden of suffering humanity. That's what it's all about in the kingdom, kingdom businesses. Now, God's growing these businesses because it's all for the kingdom, the good of the kingdom. Praise God. But we want you to be here. So again, that date is going to be March the 25th and the 26th. We're going to have various activities. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have just an exciting time. You've got to be here. 
Again, that's the Business and Leadership Conference. Our theme this year is Thy Kingdom Come. I want you to be here too. God bless you. Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.